Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. If you'll turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 10 this morning, starting a new chapter today as we make our way through the gospel of Luke. Now, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I wanted to be an astronaut. I wanted to fly into space, and that lasted until sixth grade. And you see just one failure of one of those launches, and some people die, and you're kind of like, never mind, I'm out, you know? But think about it. Like, I was, I was looking up the statistics on those rocket launches. It's like, it's like between, depending on the type of launch, it's between 10 and 6% of failure. That's huge. $51 million just to launch a satellite in, into space on average. And if you're going up as a team of people, it's like $81 million per seat. Who has that kind of money for a ticket for that? But this is the, this is the type of thing that you, you're gonna, you know, you're getting into this thing and then they're gonna light off a lot of really high power gas behind you and you're gonna push in the back of your seat and hopefully not explode. Right? I mean, it's, it's kind of a crazy thing to think about, to strap into that. And, and yet, have you done anything like that in your life? Have you, maybe not astronaut type stuff, but have you like launched into something or departed into some sort of new, departing your old life or your old ways or your old comfort zone and gone somewhere or done something that was completely outside of what you thought was even possible for you? I remember when I was a brand new Christian, I, I just kind of made this decision one day, and I don't know what made me make this decision, because my dad had invited me to go traveling with them around the United States, you know, and I was I was pretty pretty much an Idaho boy, you know, just kind of hanging out and, and being in Idaho, but then I, I kind of came to this place where I was like, you know what, I need to leave behind all of my friends and just get away for a while and focus on Jesus. I want to be all in. And so I called my dad and asked if he'd come get me. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll come get you. And then, then I, I hung up the phone. And the first thing I thought was, oh, no, I'm going to cuss in church. You know, it's like, what am I doing? What am I, what am I subjecting myself to? Of course, the Lord, he, he just took that away. And it was, it was great. But sometimes it's hard to make that step, isn't it? I remember just thinking about my wife, you know, getting getting saved at 17, you know, from Mormonism and then leaving everything she's ever known, everything she's ever put her trust in, everything that she ever believed and departing from that and, and stepping into Christianity, which was completely different than what she was used to. You know, sometimes we have to take those steps and just leave everything behind go on the mission field, whatever it might be. And in our text today, we're going to see a group of guys do exactly that. Going out, going out from the comfort of their homes, from the comfort of their life to follow Jesus. And then Jesus, as they're following him, he sends them out to go into other towns to announce his arrival. And so if you will stand with me, Luke chapter 10 is where we find ourselves. Luke chapter 10 and Luke writes by the Holy Spirit. After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. 
And then he said to them, the harvest truly is great, but the labors are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves, carrying neither money bag, knapsack, nor sandals, and greet no one along the road. But whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this house. And if the son, if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. If not, it will return to you. And remain in that same house, eating and drinking such things as they give, for the labor is worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house, whatever city you enter, and they receive you. Eat such things are set before you, and heal the sick there, and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whatever city you enter, and they do not receive you, go out into its streets and say, The very dust of your city which clings to us, we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near you. But I say to you that it will be more tolerable on, the day of, for, on that day for Sodom than for that city. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. For if mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the judgment than for you. And for and you, Capernaum, who are exalted to heaven, will be brought down to Hades. He who hears you hears me. He who rejects you rejects me. And he who rejects me rejects him who sent me. And Father, we thank you for this passage. And we thank you for an opportunity to gather together and just to study these things. Lord, I pray that you would open our hearts and our minds to the things that you have for us. Lord, the calls, the, the sending that you might have for us. Lord, the, the words that you might speak to us to, to change the way that we behave, to change the way that we think, to change the way that we live our lives. And I just pray, Father, help us to be open to that. Lord, it's, it's you that we look to, Lord. We thank you for this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Last time we, we saw Jesus calling some guys to follow him. We saw others volunteering to follow him. And we learned some lessons about the cost of discipleship and the seriousness of following Jesus. You know, Jesus told the first guy that following him could cost him the luxuries of life, like a place to lay your head. Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Jesus told the second guy that following him could, has to be on his terms. He wanted to go home and, and bury his father. He wanted to go home until his father had passed away. And then, you know, once he was settled and house was settled and everything was just right, then I'll follow you. And, and Jesus says, no, this isn't on your terms. It has to be on God's terms. You need to go out and preach the kingdom of God. And, and then he told the third guy, nobody goes with you, or even if nobody goes with you or nobody agrees with you, you have to go anyway. He wanted to go home and greet his family and say, you know, I'm going to follow Jesus. And of course, Jesus knows that if he's going to ask permission from them, then it's, it's not going to be something that he's going to, to be able to resist. You know, it, there's going to be people that do not agree with you when you want to follow Jesus or even when you want to go into, into ministry. And so you have to follow anyway, wherever the Lord calls to go. Now, I'm not sure how many conversations Jesus had with different guys or how many people, how many of these guys, we don't even know of the three, if, the, if any of them followed him or if they all rejected him. But he gives us the, these examples of, of the people that he's talking to as he's calling them to follow him. But at the end of those conversations, at the end of all of that, he has 70 guys 
who are willing and able to follow him. He's going to send them out. And so verse one, it says, after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. And so 20 or 70 others also, that's interesting. What, what, what does he mean also? Well, he's talking about what he did back previously when he prayed all night and, and spent all night up on the mountain and came down, and he chose 12 to follow him. Can you remember that he had some words to say to those guys as well? He talked to them about, you know, taking up their cross and not not following him unless they're willing to lay down their life. And so that was a pretty serious calling, and he called these 12 guys. But we have to ask the question, what do these amounts mean? Why, why 12? Why 70? Is there any significance to that? Well, yeah, of course there is. Now remember... You know, you think of 12, you remember there were 12 tribes of Israel. And, and so it's easy to correspond. Well, maybe that, that has to do with the 12 tribes of Israel. And you'd be exactly right if you said that. Because Jesus tells us in Luke chapter 22, verse 30, that the apostles are going to sit in heaven on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Or maybe even here on earth during the millennial kingdom. They're going to sit on 12 thrones and, and, and judge the 12 tribes of Israel. That, so that makes sense. But also these 12, their names are going to be, it tells us in Revelation chapter 21, verse 4, that their names are going to be on the 12 foundations of the new Jerusalem, which is the bride of Christ, the church. It's, it's, the, it's the city of the people of God. It's where we're going to live. It's kind of exciting. Remember when Jesus said, in, in my Father's house I have many rooms? I go to prepare a place for you. That's what he's preparing. And as you see the picture in the description in Revelation 21, it's awe-inspiring. All the, the, all the precious gems, all the, you know, the streets of gold, the, the pearl gates, you know, and all those things. Those are things, you know, you hear about all that stuff, you know, the pearly gates or whatever. That's, it's all described there in Revelation chapter 21. But on those foundations is, are, are the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And that is the foundation of the church. These twelve apostles would be the ones who would set the foundation, set the pace, for the church around the world, and we are built on them in some sort of holy building, and they will it will be a literal thing in heaven. But Paul speaks of it also figuratively or, or spiritually, I suppose would be a better way to say that, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19, when he says, Now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners. He's talking to the, these Asian Christians. They're, they're not Jewish. They're, they're, you know, in Ephesus, in Asia Minor. He says, you're no longer strangers, you're no longer foreigners, but are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208 991 2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmet.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.